Welcome to Moms in the Hub, everything you need to know about living, loving, and raising little ones in the 806. Go grab your wine and start folding that laundry while you listen to hosts Crystal and Danae share mom fells, discuss trending mom topics, and interview experts. Don't let the Lubbock wind blow you away. Stay grounded as we navigate, navigate motherhood, motherhood in the hub, hub together. together. Hi there and welcome to Moms in the Hub. I'm Crystal Granzo. And I'm Danae Hooks. In this episode, we chat about the fathers that we love so much. We also have a very special guest, the owner of Lubbock Mom's blog, Chelsea Anders, and she discusses all of the changes coming up for our Lubbock moms and followers. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode and um, talk about Father's Day stuff too. Yeah, we love fathers, huh? Mm -hmm. Dad's in the hub on this one. Dad's in the hub. Dad's (laughs) in the hub. So, Danae, what's been going on um, in your world this week? Well, we went to Houston uh, for my daughter's doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a very long trip, but it was a positive one. Um, So we left feeling really good. But it was a long trip. It was exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really hoping y'all were going to come back and she was going to start whatever clinical trial yes that you're supposed to start yeah we were supposed to start that a couple months ago but due to covid everything's been pushed back and they have not gotten fda approval to restart Mm -hmm. but they assured me that um she was first on the list and as soon as they were able got the go-ahead we would do it plus i don't mind calling them and bugging them about that so but then we'll go to houston once a month for eight months to um take part of that clinical trial and Which seems all- like a lot, but it's it can't it could be a whole lot worse, right? Yeah, and the the only thing that's a little scary is it's called a double blind placebo trial, so there's a fifty percent chance that we could get a placebo. So I'm really hoping that we get the real stuff because I would hate to go all that way for for, for nothing. Placebo. Yeah, basically nothing. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of positive stuff that's come out about this drug that she's going to get on, and so I'm really excited to see what comes of it. So we're yeah. I mean we're at the point. I mean, we've always been game to do anything that helps her and her health. So I'm just excited to get this started and hopefully it'll be soon. Yeah. But we did have a little scary incident last week Mm -hmm. with our youngest child. Oh, yes. Hadley. Yes. Let's chat about Hadley for a minute. You're going to love this one. She scared us to death. And well, before you start, let me let me prep it with this. As a child, I loved the game Clue. And I always thought. That it was done in the library. I just want you to know. It was always my first move was to go to the library. Well, it was done in the Hooks household in this episode of The Clue in this game. But I was working and Hadley was playing. And I heard her making this noise. She just kept sniffing a lot. So I went in there and I said, is everything okay? She pointed to her nose and said, toy. Now, usually that doesn't draw a red flag. But right. with Hadley, mm-hmm. that does. Because I knew exactly what she was trying to tell me. That she had stuck a toy up her nose and I said what toy did you stick up your nose and she said sword (laughs) and she is obsessed with getting all of our games out I've actually had to put them up in the closet but there was a bag of stuff that I put together that she got into apparently she had stuck the clue dagger up her nose so at this point I'm freaking out a little bit right my husband's outside doing yard work I run you know I'm a little Panic. There's a dagger There's in a my dagger child's in nose. nose. Yeah. And I said, Sam, oh my gosh, we have to get this out. I got the tweezers oh my and we're goodness. trying to get her to stay still. But in the meantime, she just keeps sticking her finger up no. her nose. And I'm like, no, stop it. And so he tilts her head back so we can try to see if we can get it before, mm-hmm. you know, go into the ER or yeah. whatever. Um, and she swallows it and starts choking on it. And I'll tell you what, like I've taken a child safety class before. I've read about things. I feel like I'm knowledgeable in what to do. And in that moment, I panicked. My husband panicked. I mean, it was the scariest thing. And thank goodness she started choking and coughed it up. But, you know, it's a dagger. Well, I mean, it's a a pointy object. It is a dagger. I will tell you that was the scariest text message I've ever received in my life. All of a sudden, I just opened it up and Hadley swallowed a dagger from Clue what the word like what is she doing I know I mean that she lives to stress me out she yeah, really she does, does. <laughs> so we started looking in the back of her throat just to see if there was any damage yeah and you could tell that her tonsils were swollen and mm-hmm. I thought well either she's sick and we didn't catch it yeah. or there's something going on it's so we went ahead and took her in to see the doctor and she actually like ruptured a blood vessel in the back of her throat and then her tonsils were swollen from the the trauma so 
I mean, it could have been a lot worse. I just think, you know, what if it turns sideways? What if? Yeah, we're not going to think about yeah. that stuff. That's too much. Of course, that's and moms, your moms right head. now are already stressed out about certain things. So let's not um, put that into the into the world. Let's not speak that into existence because you were so lucky that she literally placed. <laughs> I just can't. It's only funny now because she came out of it unscathed. Right. You know, it would have been a horrible thing otherwise. But praise the Lord, it just went up her nose and then down through her throat and came out her mouth. Yeah. You know, I she mean, didn't it, have to poop it out or anything. No, like a dog. she did not have to poop it, it out. great. Thank goodness. <laughs> but, I mean, we were really, she was, we're blessed that it turned out the mm-hmm. way that it did. And it, but it made us aware. Yeah. And oh. I, I know that in that moment, I panicked and I need to get control of that in the future because yeah. I have a feeling this is not going to be the last time that she does something that sends me off the edge so but that I mean it came out good okay but, but wait you did say that the doctor said that there was like swelling in the back right. or what yeah. was the redness so she's sick did you already no say no, that? no they sick. tested her for strep just to okay. make sure they covered all their bases and so the doctor just came to the conclusion that she the trauma where it poked the blood vessel it just made it swell up so we just have to keep an eye on it, and she's fine now. I mean, she was fine after it happened, so she's tough, tough yeah. little girl. Yeah, she but, is. um, I don't know, Sam and I were both pretty – it was a scary moment, yeah. and it turned out okay. So, But, I mean, it was a dramatic week, right. to say the least. It was. That was a hard text message to get. Yeah. But I'm glad she's okay. And so mom's out there. Kids do the darndest things, don't yes. they? Yes, be aware and be hide aware. the clue. I can't do all that, though. I just can't. It's a lot. Like, everything is dangerous in the house. Well, and with Hudson, we did, like, we tried to do child safety stuff, and he never touched anything. One time, I think he touched the uh, stove, and I said, it's hot. He never did it again. With Hadley, I mean, we could put everything up, probably lock and key, and she's still going to... I mean, get, get into the bobby stuff. pins out and <laughs> she, open it up. She's gonna learn you know? how to pick a lock. Yeah, like, she has a she has a future. A future somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, right now everything in my house is from the waist up, and so that's because my uh, best friend Melinda in Fort Worth, she had always um, told me, you know, like the kids, you don't want the kids getting into the things on the ground. So right. just don't instead of saying no, no, no all the time, yeah. just put it all up. Fine, I did that. I put everything up except for what was theirs in their little three foot area. Right. Well, now my kids know to take all of the stools and stuff to wherever they want to go in the mm-hmm. house. And so they're reaching six foot five tall things in all of my books on the top shelf. Nothing safe. No. <laughs> and it's all color coded. Like you took every red book out of that shelf. Do you know how hard it was for me to organize the books by color yeah. that you took out and have ruined? And I also love those books. Well, like I hate to more. tell you, they're not going to follow the rules. No, That's- they're not. So I'm really just screwed because everything, everything is fair game now. And I don't know what is safe and what isn't anymore. Right. So it's a scary time with toddlers. Uh, yeah, they are. All right. Well, I have really sad news. Something really sad happened yes. to me this week. And so um, I'm going to do my best to be um, mature about this. But I do have some confessions. Um, my baby girl, my firstborn, unborn baby puppy, Millie Ann, you know, she passed away yes. Friday morning at 3.15 a.m. in my arms. And so it has been so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know. I'm not a dog person. Okay, I'm not an animal person. I never have been. I don't really care about them. If I go to your house, I don't like your dog. You know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not beating dogs or anything like that. But I only like my own dog. And that's it. Because she was mine. And I got her in 2007. She has gone through every up and down with me. She's been through all my lowest of lows. And she's been through all the highest of highs. You know, she took care of my kids when they were upset or they were sick in the middle of the night. She was right there with us, you know. And um, now she's not. So now I'm seeing her all around. And um, She was your constant. Yes. I Mm -hmm. mean, she, when you, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but. I just feel, I feel so silly getting all worked up over a dog. No, I think everybody who has a dog that they've had for years or even not even for years, it feels the exact same way when they pass. It's just, it's like a family member. It is. They, they're your best friend. But I've had friends who have lost family members, you know, like lost an actual right. human being. I'm over here like mourning my four legged friend, but man, it hurts like it, like a human, yeah. you know, it yeah. hurts real bad. And I feel, I also feel guilty. I feel like a hypocrite because... I would be the person who said, oh, you just lost a dog. Like, right. What's wrong with you? It's just a dog. But 
Millie was not just a dog. She was my best friend. She was there when I was all alone. She was there for all the baby's births, you know. Um, Mm. She let Kyle Mac just pull on her over and over. You know, like she played. She... She was just a constant companion. And so, and then my biggest fear was that she would just die and I would, I would be the one to find her or in my arms. And that's exactly what happened is that her last breath and watching that. But the comfort in that for her. I hope that it was comforting for her. I mean, I don't know. I feel very guilty. Like I did a whole bunch of things wrong, but hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully she was just old and it was her time and we all are appointed a time. And she just, I mean, she was so much, she was in a lot of pain, Yeah. but we don't really know what it was. And so I wish I would have just had like clarity on that. But then I just keep thinking all the time, like she knew my great grandma. She knew my grandpa Mac. Mm -hmm. She like grandpa Mac loved Millie Ann and my grandma tried to get her run over you know, in Grand Prairie, Texas. And oh so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's been through all the crazy in my family. Yeah. She knew everyone that like my husband didn't know those two people in my life. Right. He'd never met them, but Millie had. And I think about that and it just takes over. Like, it's like they're passing all over again. Right. And it's a dog, but she's not just a dog. Right. And it, that's, but that's valid. That's, I mean, that it's okay to have those feelings and and like I said, maybe there is some comfort in her and you that you got to be there in her last moments. And I she's not suffering so. anymore. But it I mean, it's going to take time. I just hope she knows that I loved her, that she was my number one in the first, you know. And yeah. my sister-in-law said it so beautifully that our fur babies were our first babies. And that was, and she's so right. Like She taught you about love and responsibility. So, of course, she's your first baby. Yeah. So, um, anyways, we... um. We planted a tree, so there's an almond tree out for her. And then a year and two weeks before she passed, um, my husband's adult dog, you know, his basically his Millie, her name was Zena, she passed away, and so we got an almond tree for her as well. And so at the house here, we have, like, the memorial trees for the puppies. And I was thinking about you when I was thinking about all this as well. And, you know, like we love Real Housewives and yeah. Real Housewives of New York. And then I started thinking about Tinsley and I'm like, oh, when I watched that episode and her dogs died, I was just so like, annoyed. I was so annoyed. Yeah. yeah. And then I just went in like now I think, well, maybe I should go back and rewatch and maybe I'll have a different, <laughs> different point of view. Yeah. I'm not really sure that I would. But for me, it's maybe it's the same. Right. And you thought of a really cool way to honor her and you'll always think yeah. of her. And so well, that's, that's not cool. me. That's my husband. Well, He's a smart Jimmy one. Did. Yeah. yeah. He's so smart and he made sure. And I also said this, you know, Millian, she loved him way more than me. That's really not true, but I like to tell him that. Makes but, him feel better. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, you know, I've been on him and on him to get this pool done and like right. all the projects around the house to just get it done. And so I was like, you're, you have to get this pool done on Friday, please. We've got to start. We've got to get it done. Like we just have to close this up so we can go do whatever else we're going to be doing. And I said, of course, Millian gives him another excuse to procrastinate <laughs> and not get things done around the house. She had to be the center of attention she, one more time. She did. And she gave him another option. And so we sure did go around to all these um, local places in town. We went to um, Tom's Trees. Okay. And so that's where we bought the almond trees. And they're a pretty good size. Yeah. Yeah, we did really that's good, cool. I yeah. think. And they're, I mean, they're a good price. It yeah. wasn't bad. And, um, so that's where she is and that's where the trees are. And, um, you know, my kids have no idea what's going on except for, I just said that Millie's in heaven. They didn't even ask that hurt my feelings too. Like this dog has been in love with you since you came home and you didn't even realize that she's not here. Yeah. But that's just me being a little selfish, I suppose. And it's good that they don't know, but I just feel like he should have said, Hey mom, where's Millie Ann at? Where is Millie? And, um, he didn't. So, every, so the kids are happy. They're all fine. They have no idea what's going right. on. And that's probably best. <laughs> I know it yeah. is, but I just, you know, I wish someone else was crying other than me because <laughs> it's just me. I'm just like distraught and yeah. I, and I shouldn't be, but I should be. So I don't know. I don't know what to be. I just am right now. You know, I just am. And that leads me to tell you this. I want you to tell everyone what I'm wearing today. Oh yes. So Crystal is wearing a very cute, by the way, swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess it's a little ploy to get her husband to keep on working. <laughs> so I've decided that I'm going to be passive aggressive. Right. Now. That's about as passive aggressive as you can yeah. get. And I decided I'm going to wear this bathing suit um, every day until we get that pull done. And I'm not going to nag anymore. I'm not nagging. Right. I'm just. You're just going to walk around your swimsuit. That's it. Huh? And so hopefully he gets the hint. He's, well, hello. He's a man, though. He's not going to want you to not wear the swimsuit every day. So that may have a, the opposite effect. I mean, I have shorts on. Yeah, but still. Okay. <laughs> Which leads me on to the next piece. So I read this one Instagram. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. When you just try to make your brain think about other things for right. the day or whatever. And so I read this one thing where it said, um, and I wish I could remember who posted it and what it was, but I can't. So apologies. But this is not mine. That this lady said, um, you know, we, um, we love the woman's body. We cherish the woman's body when she's pregnant. But the minute she isn't pregnant anymore, we're disgusted by it. Right. That's true. You know, and then I thought, you know what? Yeah, I got to be 250 pounds with my kids. I mean, I That's hope. exaggeration. No. Really? I mean, it was up there. I didn't see the last. I stopped once I saw a certain number and I was like, <laughs> F this. I'm not getting on that scale anymore. Yeah. Um, but I've lost over 50 pounds. I mean, way over 50 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? To get back down to, I'm not even like what I was pre-baby. I'm pre-marriage at this point in time. That's good. But things don't fit the same way that no, they used to. they don't. And so that's where my point is like, yeah, you know what? I'm like kicking butt and taking names. And yet this skin still just hangs to and fro, you know, like a continental soldier. <laughs> and so I think I might just wear a bikinis all day long. And you people out there in the world are just going to have to suffer. I don't have time to care about stuff anymore because right. I also think when you get that perfect body you're still looking at that next girl and yeah, saying still worried oh about man it. my thighs now you know I got the boobs and now I need to get the thighs and oh but my arms like it's always something else like the yeah. grass is always greener on the other side like I'm done with it I'm just gonna enjoy where I am right now and you know what that's a good perspective to have because it takes out a lot of stress and I mean just be happy for what your body did so yeah it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I am. I'm super happy. Power of positivity. Our positive thing coming up this week is Father's Day. This is a time we get to acknowledge and celebrate the special men in our life. We also know that for some of our listeners, it is a somber day because some fathers aren't with us anymore. Reminisce about times with your dad, stepdad, or father figure. So during this time of power of positivity right let's just go ahead and um give our positive yeah. positive is about our dads well um I think one of the things I when I think about my dad and growing up is he he's d- always been in construction and he built furniture when I was little mm-hmm. actually had a furniture store along with the lumber yard and I had to spend my weekends there working in the furniture store but he would always make the coolest things for me I had the best Barbie doll house of any of my friends because he built with it with real shingles and it was three stories so he was Mm -hmm. always good at like making things for me Mm -hmm. and then I also remember something that stands out is um my mom had to work Saturday morning so he'd always take us to the local cafe and just pile on the pancakes so we had hot chocolate and pancakes every Saturday so I don't know I like to think about we've definitely grown apart over the years um but my parents got divorced when I was 15 but I think about you know those times as a kid where I just got to watch him work mm-hmm. um build things and um mm-hmm. I don't know those good moments and then my mom got remarried and she married an amazing man um that I've also learned a lot from mm-hmm. as well um so I don't know it's been good yep gotta love our father well my dad um is a great dad and I've learned a lot from him. I've learned a lot of what not to do, but also a lot of what to do. You know, my dad kind of has a life like yours, Danae. You know, like yeah. y'all had a lot of fun. You know, my dad has a lot of fun. You know, he's a karaoke king of his backyard. <laughs> so, um, you know, when I look around at our house and our projects and stuff, it's so crazy how you kind of model you know, your own home after your parents' home. And like my dad's thinking is so innovative, kind of like what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so he just kind of creates like, this is what I want. I want a bar or whatever over here. And so he builds it and then there it is, you know, or he wants this patio and this and that. The main thing that I hope to pass on to my kids and apply to my life daily is that um, his work ethic is just 
incredible. Yeah. You know, and he has pride in a good way. Right. You know, he takes pride in all of his areas and mm-hmm. everything that he does. So he takes pride in, in all of his work. And so I know that, you know, when you could cut, when I was in junior high and I thought, oh, I can cut corners. Like right. he was very specific to teach me that we don't do that. Right. Because you basically his motto was like we do the right thing because it's the right thing to do right and that's it and um I saw that modeled out in his living my entire junior high and high school years and so um I think that's a real big part of us yeah you know and that's a part my husband has the same qualities and hopefully my kids will have that as well because it's so incredibly important yeah and as you're talking about that I'm remembering some things you know advice from my dad and well, one, he was a really great musician. Um, I don't think he plays much anymore, but he was self-taught. And I can see that coming off in my son. Like, that's something yeah. that my son got from him. He's very interested in music and, um, you know, loves the 80s and 90s rock and some of the 70s. And he's interested in playing the guitar like my dad. So that's kind of cool to see that, you know, maybe he didn't necessarily learn it from my dad, but it's coming out in him because it's in his blood. Yeah. But I remember my dad used to always say um, growing up that – for me to always tell the truth. Like it didn't Mm -hmm. matter what it was. He was still going to love me regardless, Mm -hmm. but he wanted to be able to go to bat for me with the truth. Even if I did something wrong or I was in the wrong, he wanted to be able to, you know, make up a lie to support (laughs) your truth. Well, no, he just, he (laughs) said, we will back you whatever the truth is, but we want to know the truth. We we don't want to, you know, it to come out that you were lying to us. And so I always felt, I mean, I was always comfortable with telling my parents. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's white lies here and there. Um, because yeah. I was a wild child, but like you're um, staying at Sarah's house, but you're really at John. <laughs> right. And like the time I skipped school and my parents showed up at where, you know, where I'd gone, but, <laughs> but that, I got a funny story about that later, <laughs> but I mean, he, he just had my back and he still has my back and he's, I know he's so proud of me and my brother and he, he doesn't hesitate to say that he doesn't mm-hmm. he- hesitate to show that he loves us or say that he loves us. Mm-hmm. And so that's de- definitely something that I tell my kids all the time you know, just to always be truthful. And I want to make sure every day that they know that I love them, you know, no matter what. Well, if we talk about fathers in regards to our husbands, I feel incredibly blessed and thankful on a daily basis that my husband is a partner. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what, and I kind of remind him all the time, like, are you my partner or are you not? (laughs) (laughs) No, all the time. But if it needs to come up, then it comes up. Um, Because he is not like, he doesn't babysit our children. Right. He parents. Yeah. And so if I'm going out and I have mom things to do or, you know, whatever our plans may be and he's home with the kids, it's not like he's babysitting his own children. He parents them and he uses that kind of vocabulary as well. So like he's on the floor with the kids. He, um, he's a hands-on dad. He's a hands-on dad, Mm -hmm. you know? And so if he's in the shop working on Tink or working on a vehicle or whatever, like Kyle Mack is there with him. Madeline is in the shop too. Um, she may be more difficult than the little boy <laughs> because she's uh, tearing up all of his beautiful organized tools and such, which is what I witnessed she's this morning. She's redecorating. She is. <laughs> she is. But th- he's out there and he's yeah. hands on with them. He's showing them stuff. And and that's all I could ask for. I mean, I really do feel like I hit the lottery with Sam mm-hmm. when it comes to husband and father. He is, he is so good with our kids. He's definitely the practical, patient one. Um, I'm the opposite, but it's we work well together. Like yeah. we're opposites. Um, and that's a good combination. We, we parent the kids together mm-hmm. and I value his input on everything mm-hmm. as he does mine. But I mean, he's just, he's just a good father. And I, I'm just so, I feel so blessed that they get to have him as a dad. Yeah. When he listens to this, he's going to be like, Danette, you love me so much. I know. Hey babe. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, even this weekend, um, the kids are swimming. And, um, I, I thought I was going to go, swim. I had this bathing suit on. Yeah. I really thought I was getting in that. You're pool. actually going to use the bathing suit. Yeah, but suit, it was not, not just yes, for exactly. Attacking. Not just for <laughs> passive aggressiveness. I was actually going to use the bathing suit at my in-laws house because obviously my pool is not completed. Right. Well, right? unless you just want to swim in dirt. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm not, you know, we can make it a pond. I told him we can make it a pond. If you don't want to do this, we'll take all that equipment out and it'll, we'll pond it up. 
But anyway, so I step into the pool and I'm like, oh no, this is too cold. I just jump right on out. If it would have just been me and my kids, my kids would have been screwed because there's no way and you know where that I was going to get into that cold pool. Right. It just wasn't going to happen because of my selfishness maybe. I don't know because it just wasn't going to happen. We can go in and color. We could play inside. We can watch a movie. I'll spend time with my kids that way. But I was not getting into that pool on that day. <laughs> but my husband just jumps in and it's a whole thing and he's throwing my son up in the air doing flips. Mm, I saw that video yes cute I know and they just had the best time Mm -hmm. all of them together so it was also nice to like sit back and watch the relationship of them and I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything else like I'm done put a fork in me I hope my kids get Sam's good qualities. I hope <laughs> my kids my are just qualities. like my husband. Yeah. <laughs> like you can put me on the, you know, you just put a picture up of me and say, oh, I love mom. She's great. But yeah. I hope you're just like your dad. Well, my Sam calls Hadley little Danae and it's because of uh, she's a drama queen. Because she put a sword up her nose. <laughs> <laughs> drama queen, stubborn. She's going to do everything you don't want her to do, which is the way I am. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. We have Chelsea Anders. The, the owner of Lubbock Moms blog here with us today. Thank you, Chelsea, for coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here for the first time. I know, but how do you like the studio? It's amazing. It's, it's better than studio. anything I could have expected. <laughs> That's right. Just meeting expectations. Right, Danae? That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, Chelsea, you're here with us today. So go ahead and tell us, um, tell us about you and where you're from and all about motherhood and, and your world. So, um, like you heard earlier, my name is Chelsea Anders. I am a friendship grad of some past year that I'm not going to tell you. Um, See, no one needs to know that. Nobody. We don't need to remember how old we are. <laughs> so I graduated from friendship and actually moved away for 15 years. Um, we moved back. Um, In 2018, to be close to family, my dad, Eddie McBride, and mom, Debbie McBride, live here, um, and they have for 20 years. So we decided that we wanted some additional family support for raising our kids, um, who are Olivia. She's age five, and Jake is, Jake the monster, um, is three. Um, so a toddler. <laughs> That's toddler. All you have to say. Toddler. 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 Jake little is boy. Very much like Kyle Mac. They're kind yeah. of. I feel like when I hear stories that they're very similar. Yeah. yeah. That whole um, feral child joke. <laughs> That's Jake. Olivia. Um, she's 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 very girly. She's very proper. She's got manners. She's got a temper. She's, um, you know, she's. She's our really intelligent child, and Jake is our really wild child. So, you know, three is a big deal. Um, So a couple of other things about me. I launched the Lubbock Moms blog business in February of 2019. Mm -hmm. So we signed on to this network um, to open a local... um, a local site. We are a um, just one small part of a larger network called City Mom Collective. We have almost 100 sites across the country and also um, one international site. Um, we, uh, we're a, a network full of moms that feel passionate about creating community and supporting other parents um, in their areas. So we wanted to bring that to Lubbock because, um, there's nothing like that here. Um, we needed one place to find resources and to connect to people when we moved back, because although I'm from here, it's a very different world coming back. Um, there are a lot of, uh, circles and friends that I assumed that I would just fall back into place with. And that's not how it worked out. Um, so I kind of had to create the community that I needed when I came back here. Well, I will say, um, I'm not from here, you know, I'm from the Metroplex, but I am from here now because my kids were born here. Um, but I moved out here and when, when did we move here? We moved here 2014 and it was hard to get connected. I couldn't, you know, I thought it would be, I just thought this was the friendliest place in the world and that it would be very easy to get connected with people, but I was not a mom at that time. And so we were going to move to San Angelo to buy land, to get close to Hill Country, and all of those things kind of changed. And so um, when that happened, which was maybe, um, was it 2019? 
I don't know. But regardless, when we first moved out here in 2014, I had Facebooked it all, trying to find something to get into a mom's group or friends group here in Lubbock to get connected with it. It just wasn't working out. It's hard. And so when things changed, you know, then I looked up, I was like, man, okay, I've got to get connected. I'm going to start with the book club. Let's just see what Lubbock has going on with the book club. And then that's where I discovered you and realized, oh, why haven't I been following this Lubbock mom's blog this entire time? Even if I'm not a mom, you know, it keeps you up to date on what is coming up. I knew that I would be a mom eventually, you know, things like that. And so um, I was still kind of looking for all of those resources. So finding the book club was like a saving grace for me. And really the beginning of getting connected with really great women here, you know, here in our community and getting, getting going. Yeah. And when we moved here in 2018 or 20, 2018, uh, the same thing with me, I knew of Cincinnati mom's blog because we had lived in that area. And whenever I saw that Lubbock mom's blog had started, it was amazing because I knew the resources that it provided and the community that provided and ways to reach out to other women in the community and get ideas about daycare and um, different suggestions of churches and schools in the area. So, I mean, it's a huge resource that any mom moving into the area, it benefits greatly. Yeah. I've, I, I mean, we haven't met anybody in this journey so far that isn't super excited to to find us or to connect with us. Um, one thing that I have noticed, anyone that volunteers um, to help us with things or like you guys doing the podcast, there's not a single person that hasn't come on that doesn't feel really passionate and isn't, um, you know, the, the type of woman that's out there doing things, right? So um, it helps in that way. We get connected to different networks a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I don't know. Uh, uh, the The mission, right? the The mission of LMB is is to be a resource and to connect people. But um, that's kind of an outward facing mission, right? Like the the great benefit and the inward um, pro to this network is we've all found something that we needed, right? Yeah. Um, and that's like on a personal level. Um, I I think to a large degree at this stage in our lives, because our kids are priority, making friends with the same priorities is important. It is. Yeah. And I'm just wowed all the time. It's always something, you know, like I didn't know that the book club turned into the blog and the blog writes about, you know, the website has so many different articles that you can you know, you can educate yourself with from moms here in the area and their perspectives and then the activities that are on top of all those things. It's like it is all in one and you can trust it. So it's like if something's going on, I'm not second guessing like where are we going? What's going on? Is this going to be, you know, an activity or something that I want to be a part of? I just already trust and feel like I am like it is part of the community for all. And I just love that. It's so I mean, so helpful. Also talk about, because a lot of our listeners know about Lubbock Moms blog, but they may not know about like an extension on Facebook, the group, the um, community and conversation page, which is utilized by thousands of moms here in Lubbock. So tell us a little bit about that as well. Yeah, definitely. So we do, our our website is um, our main our main platform. Um, but we translate that over to our social media channels, right? We have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram account, Twitter, all of those things. Um, but we also expanded into Facebook groups to take things in, um, a little bit, it gave people a casual way to interact with us as well. So we do have a group on Facebook called, um, Lubbock Moms Blog Conversation and Community, where we let moms, just talk and and be themselves and network and hey I'm going to Play Street Museum on Saturday anybody want to go that kind of stuff um we also have the equivalent for Lubbock Dads it's called Lubbock Moms Blog Lubbock Dads Conversation <laughs> Community um and then we also just started um the Lubbock Moms in a Minute um Facebook group was for a, a different level of support it was for the purpose of having a group of women that were willing to volunteer and or support kids that didn't feel like their own parents were um, providing um, that for them. So if you need to talk to a mom, there was a really great example that um, one of our exec team members said, you know, like 
if you've lost your mom and you want someone to stand with you at your wedding or, you know, those kind of things. So trying trying to fill in some of the gaps in our community that, that may be um, further excluding certain people, right? Mm-hmm. So just trying to provide support in a different kind of way. Right. And I think we all kind of want to do that, but where, where do we have the opportunity, right. you know, and you've kind of given us that. So that's incredible. All right. Well, it's also Father's Day. So let's talk about your, your, the father in your household, your mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you decided you were going to go on this journey with um, this Lubbock mom's blog, how did he feel about that? And what were the thoughts in that? So my husband, um, Jason is super practical, very pragmatic, um, you know, challenged me in a lot of ways to make sure that I was making the right decision and launching a business. So we went round and round and round because I'm a little bit more shoot from the hip. Um, I'm a little bit more, uh, sounds good. We'll make it work. Um, so he helps, um, add some level headedness to, to this business. Um, you know, sitting down and helping me plan out, um, this is what you need to do in your QuickBooks and this is what you need to do for this and this is what you need to do for that. He's also got, um, he's got a, a long background in IT. Um, he spent his entire career in IT, so he helps me a little bit when I can't figure things out um, in our WordPress site and things like that. So he's been very supportive um, logistically and he has also um, come to the rescue a few times on social media when there are situations in which um, having that male perspective, the dad, father, husband perspective has been useful. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't generally run into a whole lot of situations where people are not supportive of what we're talking about or what we're doing, but there have been several occasions where he felt like, um, he could provide, provide that service to us. Um, he's also the admin and moderator of the Lubbock dad's Facebook group. Um, I think so far he posts a lot of funny memes and things like dads that. Dads are funny. Yeah, yeah. Dads are so much it's funnier. Horrible. It's annoying. It's annoying. So annoying. It's annoying. He's also um, a really great writer. So he's done um, quite a few of our sponsored blog posts mm-hmm. that he has some expertise um, in and uh, shared some some opinions on um, raising kids today um, a couple of times in, in guest posts on the website. So he's um, he teases me a lot that, um, you know, I spend so much time working on LMB stuff. Um, but I think he gets that this is, this is something that I'm passionate about. This is something that I think we both can agree that I'm good at. Um, it's just a little bit of a non-traditional, uh, career slash job. Well, and he's taken on the, um, title of Mr. Lubbock mom's blog. He is. And I love that about him. Yep. That he, makes me love him just immediately. I didn't even, I haven't met him, but the, you know, the one time and then immediately I just felt like, oh, I like this man, Mr. Lubbock mom's blog. He's number one. Yeah. He, uh, he, he takes that, um, that dad joke thing pretty far. Yeah. So he came up with, he came up with that all on his own. Um, he's bragged about it quite a bit to some of the other networks, um, in the city mom collective and, I think he enjoys it. We should get him a sash so he could wear it to different events. <laughs> he would proudly do that. He would wear a sash. Yeah, he's a really good sport and he's got a really good sense of humor and much Someone's he's much more yeah, he's much more fun than I am, so that's how that balances out. So in the household as mom, dad, um as as the partnership that y'all are, who is the good guy, who's the bad guy? Um so that kind of depends. Um the kids definitely like him better. Um, like all I, the time, like even with discipline and stuff? Um, I think so. Yeah. So I'm the, we have to get things done. You need to put your shoes on. Let's go. Come on. And he's the, oh, 30 more seconds of tackle, you know? Yeah. So, um, I often feel like a taskmaster, um, in our household while the three of them are, you know, goofing off having fun yeah I think that a lot of moms probably relate to that because in our house it's the same way dad's so much fun and mom's the the one barking the rules all the time Mm -hmm. yeah and I I mean I think that they uh they will eventually understand the value of both right um my parents are similar yeah well if they're smart they will yeah that's right you will um but it I, I mean it's valuable right um I have a personality that 
right? Like I'm working on hashtag self-awareness. Um, I'm less fun. I, I am less fun. I enjoy those things, right? Like I, I derive a lot of joy and satisfaction out of completing tasks. So, uh, I can't blame him too much for that, right? Because that, that is my lane. My lane is getting stuff done. That's not his lane. Checklist. (laughs) Yeah. Checklist, to-do list. Yes. I have, I, I mean, like a running total in my mind at all times. And I like to get things done. Those things that are on my list, um, we can probably all agree are, are not always important. Um, and he's much better at discerning between what's important to get done and what can wait. Yeah. Good. With Father's Day coming up, what are your plans for him? So can we he, talk about he's he does he listen? yeah no yeah so we're not big on holidays okay, we're good. not big on celebrating we're not big on surprises um we both stink at that so oh. it's kind of one of those things where um normally all the holidays are a joint effort um he's got this crazy hankering for akayushi steaks from this very specific butcher in San Antonio. Hmm. Sounds like uh, Sam Hooks and his pizza. Um, I don't know what the status is on that yet um, with COVID, if that business is even open. So we're going to see what we can do um, in that regards. We might have to delay our Father's Day celebration if they're not open yet, but that's all he wants. He just wants a steak. Okay. So gift giving ideas. Do you have any great gifts that mothers out there should um, last minute? Where should they run to? Well, so locally, um, I did see some really great packages from Pecan Ridge that are out there. Um, And the great thing about Pecan Ridge is it's like a one-stop shop. It's even wrapped with a pretty bow for you. You don't have to do anything. Um, I also saw some great packages from Berkeley Hill Vineyards. Um, They've got things put together um, as well. Um, One place that I always go to, um, we always try to push local um, over anything else, but one really cool site that I've used in the past that has just the most unique gifts that I've ever found is Uncommon Goods. Um, I've gotten him a couple of things over the years, um, you know, like desktop golf games. Mm -hmm. Um, They had like a desktop beer pong game that was really cute. You know, it's like the really typical. Mel stuff. Yeah, Father's Day stuff that's kind of goofy, but they end up really loving it, so... One year I bought um, Jimmy this really giant flask from Kohl's. I thought it was super cool. I was like, oh, he is going to love this. It's still in the box. Oh, That was yeah. when we first moved out here, 2014. So I'm I'm not any good at that. Well, men are just hard in general. So they, they're hard to shop for. It's yeah, the same but, thing. Like who wouldn't love a giant flask? I don't know. Maybe you should get it out of the box and use it yourself. Yeah. Maybe you should get a decanter. <laughs> Check to the decanter already got. Oh, right. you mean for him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's on the list of things to get. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm just not there yet. And Can we'll you... make sure to tag all these local businesses for gift ideas for anybody that wants to go purchase them. Yeah, so scroll down at the end of this episode and you just click on it. Okay, well, do you have any other um, gifts and wisdom you'd like to throw out there to us and the listeners? No, I don't think so. Other than um, I would encourage everybody. I know that everybody is so busy right now. Um I'm feeling it in my family. I know that my parents are feeling it in theirs as well. Um, use Father's Day as an excuse to slow down a little bit. Um, take the day off. I know a lot of us are not doing that um, recently. So um, that's really the only thing that we did for Mother's Day. We just hung out. And if we wanted to watch TV, we watched TV. If we mm-hmm. wanted to sit on the porch. Um, I think that uh, using those types of holidays um, to kind of take advantage of, of that opportunity. <laughs> Anyway, so you have some very important information to give us today. So go ahead and um, tell us what you got to say. All right, ladies. Well, we wanted to come on and talk a little bit about uh, some big news and some changes that are coming to Lubbock Moms Blog. So at the end of June, June 30th to be exact, we will be relaunching our um, entire website to include new colors, new logos, um, a new company name. So going forward at the end of June, we will now be known as 
Lubbock Moms. So we're doing this to better align with the business that we actually do. So we are much, much more than just a blog. While it is um, a great way to represent um, mother motherhood voices in our local community, it is not um, our sole uh, our sole business model. We are working to create resources um, for the Lubbock parenting community that help them do their job on a daily basis. We are holding events uh, for local moms to get together. And um, we also want to make sure that we represent um, a much wider community and activities that that we come up with daily. So um, we have a book club, we have a podcast. So mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that our company, uh, our company name reflects what we're actually doing on a daily basis. We want to cover every topic that a mom could potentially um, think about, experience, need help with, whatever it is. Um, continue to support the community in a way. Um, and not just moms, right? We do, yeah. we touch on a lot of different topics. We would uh, potentially really enjoy uh, expanding some of what we do to the dad community as well. Um, we are working on that every day. We we pull in active dads um, for writing pieces. We have a dad's group. Um, we just want to make sure that 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 we're hitting hitting it all. All right, two last questions. Number one, what is the one thing that you feel like you've learned from your mother that you'll never forget? Oh my goodness. That's a good one. I, there are so many. I love when people say that's a good one. Cause I feel like it's the one thing I've done right on this podcast. Huh. And that's a good one. also means that's a hard question. Yeah. Cause I can't think of anything. So I, one thing I think that, um, I have learned from my mom. So my mom was a military wife and they lived, quite an exciting 21 year career, um, with the air force. And I I think probably what I would say, and I'm not even sure this is the right word. I think it's resolve. Um, so she was doing some things that I cannot imagine myself having to do. Um, flying from Korea to Texas with two small children on a plane. Um, she evacuated, two small children from um, the eruption of Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines by herself. Um, those kind of things that I, I can't, I, I'm sure that we would all handle right in, in some way, but um, hopefully we'll, we'll never get the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, I think it would be resolve, right? Um, she's a pretty, I, I guess I would use the word, I mean, she's got a lot of ingenuity, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's got the ability to figure things out. She just, it, it happens quickly, um, right? She's kind of like a tinkerer. There's nothing that she can't fix mm-hmm. um, and those kind of things. So while she hasn't had like some CEO level career, which I don't think is important nowadays anyway, um, she has, she's built a pretty strong um, foundation for us to kind of know what to do in those really hard situations. Um, not that my dad didn't, um, but as a, as a military family, you, you do spend quite a bit of time, even if it's on a daily basis, um, without the active duty member, um, around. So she was primarily the one that was, um, around when we were little, um, side note thing that she might've taught us was how to mix, um, an expert level Bloody Mary. Oh yes. Oh. That we have never successfully recreated. I have a brother, um, and my sister in law has even filmed her making these Bloody Marys, and no one can recreate them. So. Well, I need to see the video. Yeah. yeah. And I bet Danae could figure it out. Bloody Marys are big in our house, and my husband thinks he has the perfect recipe. So I need to to meet your mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's really fun. She's really fun. Okay, and last question. Since it's our Father's Day episode, what is the best advice you have gotten from your father? Don't screw it up. I'm not even kidding. I cannot tell you how many times my dad has said that to me. Um, It's kind of a joke. It's not kind of a joke. It's very much a joke in our family, right? Um, Don't screw it up has always been his very loving and affectionate way to encourage us. 
Um, it's always, it, it, it's just always something that, that floats up to the top of my mind, no matter what I do, when I take on a new job, when I go to a meeting at the school, you know, those kind of things. Um, he's, he's got really, real, really high expectations of us. Um, and I don't think that either my brother or I would be in any position without that. Um, it, it, it does, it adds quite a bit of pressure. Um, I think, um, to, to the father daughter firstborn relationship. (laughs) Um, and I think that I have probably, I, I mean, I don't know that he would admit it outright, but I think I've probably gone off the rails a couple of times in his opinion with some of the, um, less traditional choices that I've made in my life. Like I have a tattoo, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I, I think that really, if I had to sum it up in one phrase, it would be don't screw it up. And I think that that's something that he tells the people that work for him. And I think that he, um, he would give that advice to anybody. It, it, it's a, it's a complicated, multi-layered, um, thing to say, uh, but his oversimplification in that statement says a lot. Mm-hmm. And I bet he uses that in his own life as well. Like it's applicable to him. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's encouraging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Don't do it. Well, thank you for coming out today. We really appreciate it. We've learned a lot. I love learning about, you know, the foundation of the blog and you and your household. And so don't be a stranger. I won't. I'll definitely come back whenever y'all will have me. Okay, so for Help a Mother Out, we um, asked some of our followers and listeners on social media and podcasts to give their suggestions. Um, We know shopping for men is probably one of the hardest things to do. Yep. Um, You can have, you know, do sports stuff, grilling stuff, but, you know, past that, we sometimes don't have ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, I reached out on social media and we got some good suggestions. Um, Some items that you can buy locally, Texas Tech stuff, that's always good here in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. Um, Grill and grill accessories. And then we have some gift baskets, um, like Chelsea was talking about earlier at Pecan Ridge and Berkeley Hill. And of course, there's always, you know, the the thing that we can always get. And of course, there's always gift cards to Academy and Home Depot. Those never fail. So um, for more suggestions, just make sure to look at our social media and see what some other moms have to say. So for Jimmy's Father Day gift, I used Sweet Mud. What is that? And she is um, a local t-shirt maker oh, yeah, here yeah. in town. And um, she made Jimmy the cutest shirt um, that has Tink on it, the GMC motorhome that we just bought. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it has a picture of the GMC motorhome. So it says GMC motorhome. And then it has its name, Tink, above it, kind of in the GMC um, lettering and stuff like that. And so I already gave it to him because I'm a sucker for stuff like that. I'm like, look, 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 look. <laughs> well, and and he loved it. it but, and it's sentimental. You know, it's yeah. something he's going to love. But I feel like when you get those ideas, mm-hmm. like it's jackpot. But then a lot of the times we don't have those ideas. How so long have I been basic. married? This is the first. Well, <laughs> let's just talk about Father's Day not marriage right because I'm still bad at gifts for marriage but for Father's Day my son is four in July and so the past this is the third year right that I would have a Father's Day sure you do the math math for me please but um regardless I've done nothing like I'm not good at actually I think that's a lie I think I might have bought him a lift regardless this is the best gift I've ever done yeah and it's been a while like this is not the first Father's Day present of the year so and it may seem simple just being a little shirt but we're kind of simple people so it was perfect sentimental is always the way to go over price all right well thank you for listening to Moms in the Hub this wraps up our first season and we will be back in a few weeks for season two please make sure you're catching up on any episode you've missed let us know what you think and what topics you want to cover when it comes to motherhood because the summer is coming up and we are excited for season two. So as Robert Browning said, motherhood, all love begins and ends there. Today's podcast is brought to you by Lubbock Moms, Lubbock's premier parenting resource for the South Plains. Have ideas or want to hear about something specific? Comment below or email us at info at and we'll work it in.